Before we get started, we'll give a little shout out to our sponsor, Strange Adornments. She creates these absolutely beautiful rope necklaces with bones and beads. They're fantastic. I own three. Her products are so amazing. They sell out very quickly and you have to be very fast when you get to her site. Find her at Strange Adornments on TikTok and Instagram, S-T-R-A-N-G-E-A-D-O-R-N-M-E-N-T-S. Beautiful work. I have several of her pieces. So if you're into strange, kind of dark, esoteric jewelry, check her out. Greetings from the Devil's Dexter, a podcast for the esoteric and strange. we're doing it we're doing it Ooh, we can watch it in real time that's not good for my brain yeah i'm never gonna not the whole episode is just gonna be us <laughs> staring at the tv off <laughs> off screen <laughs> <laughs> oh no we can watch our laughs our uh chortles oh no <laughs> oh this could be terrible oh oh the silence is cool too the sound of the silence <laughs> Oh, the sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my old (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, what are we talking about today, Ellsworth? Welcome, Dirtlings. We are talking today about apocalypse to go bags. Yeah, so I got to tell you, I'm a cereal overpacker. (laughs) Uh, We went on a trip to the Mediterranean, two-week trip, mind you. My suitcase was packed. I had... Dozens of things I could change into because I, you know. Well, you never know. Well, you you might change your mind. Yeah. I was going to fancy dinners and stuff. I always overpack because I'd rather be overprepared than underprepared. Agreed. If I go away for a weekend, I carry at least a week's worth of stuff and probably two weeks worth of underwear because you never know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Lots of underwear. Yeah, yeah. Although I only included two pairs in my to-go bag. I figure I can wash them in between leave space for other necessities you know what i forgot to put in my go bag underwear at all yep oh no (laughs) you can have one of my extra pairs thank you oh no can i add it now or is it too Too late late. (laughs) the bomb has been dropped and you were (laughs) it's too late i got other cool shit whatever i'm gonna you can fashion some out of tarp did you bring tarp (laughs) i have a, a bandana that works. Does it? Cut a couple of leg holes in it. <laughs> you can tie it up caveman style. Listen, it's a standard bandana. Like, not huge. Oh. Just mm. like normal. Thong. All it right. works. Well, I brought paracord. Yeah, you can paracord a bandana <laughs> thong for yourself. <laughs> oh, gauze. Mmm. Oh. I take it back. I'm going to I'm going to make a forgotten a forgotten list. list. Yeah. 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 <laughs> list of forgotten items. Well, that's for okay. We're planning now bag. to create our to-go bags and then maybe if we actually create them, we'll share a picture. Some of the things I included though are rather expensive, so that's a really good idea. How fun would that be to have an apocalypse to-go bag? Yeah, you got to keep it by your door or in your car. No, I'm talking about for the fans. Oh, yeah. That's a Patreon thing. (gasps) Giveaway. Yeah. That'll have to be like a celebration thing. Maybe for our 50th episode or 100th episode. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, stay tuned. You got to stick around for that. So you're going to have to suffer through a lot more episodes. (laughs) So 
suffer. <laughs> suffer with us. It's more fun in company. Yeah. If you're going to suffer, don't do it alone. Yeah. Gotta yeah. Write that down later. <laughs> suffer. What is it? Suffering loves company. Misery loves company. <laughs> Suffering loves company. That's, uh, that's going down on the list. Of, uh, Suffering loves use. company is, uh, that's gold. I like it. Is this coffee flavored in some way? Mm-mm. I'm getting a mild something else flavor and I, I can't tell what it is. So I do do a thing whenever I make coffee where I dump additional spices on top of the coffee. Is that what I'm tasting? Guess which spice. Don't, don't tell me what it is. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> See if like for you ASMR <laughs> fans here. I almost choked to try to do that. <laughs> ASMR of Riley dying. <laughs> Recorded, coming to you live from their living room. Oh, God, please record my death. <laughs> Patreon. That's, that's the top level. That's a t-shirt. A t- <laughs> Patreon, period. <laughs> Don't overthink it. It's extremely, extremely basic. You know what I can tell you? When I tasted it, I was getting slightly late fall, early winter vibes. Almost like a... So close. Not cinnamon. Cinnamon. It is cinnamon? Yeah. But it's so subtle. I only dumped about a teaspoon's worth. I put the coffee into the filter and then I sprinkle on top. Usually it's either cinnamon, nutmeg, or ginger, depending Mm. on the type of coffee. This is a dark roast, so I figured cinnamon would be a good combo. This is really good. For someone with no sense of smell, I have quite the good taste when it comes to cooking. You do. (laughs) I was like, oh, this must be like a special coffee you had or something. It's the dog donation coffee that Mm. my sister-in-law got me. I think this one's called like Paws in the Morning or something like that. That's very adorable. They're they're all punny dog names and they're... (laughs) Yeah, it's all been very good coffee. Honey dog names. I love blueberry coffee. Yes. So when I don't have it, I know Green Mountain makes a really That's decent- That's my favorite blueberry. Yep. Yeah. Makes a really decent blueberry flavored coffee. When I've run out of that, I pour in my coffee. We use Starbucks generally, like um, Sumatra or the Komodo blend. That yeah. is my favorite Starbucks coffee. I'll take that, put that in my Melita, my little pour over station, because yeah. we use just an electric kettle to boil our water. Yeah. And then I would rip open a blueberry tea bag and pour that on top. It's the same. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Very good. Very interesting because I would not have guessed that. Do yourself a favor and experiment. I'm going to have open to... a tea bag. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, you should try something like, oh, like a raspberry tea would be really cool. Yeah. I want to try that now. Blueberry coffee is my favorite flavor of coffee. Um, I, I just, the Green Mountain is my favorite. I think that's what Stewart's usually has is the Green Mountain blueberry. And that's, that is, I mean, I drink my coffee black 99% of the time. And blueberry is the one that I, that and the Park Bros House blend. That one's oh, like yeah. chocolate almond kind of Oh, that taste. sounds good the, too. Like after notes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just added coffee to my into my bag. <laughs> coffee, I mean, if I'm going to be suffering notes. through the apocalypse, I might as well. We're going to have to, I think, maybe take this whole conversation out and like add it as an after hours thing because we're not talking about <laughs> the topic. Like we have gone, we have gone way into the pasture. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even, we're in the middle of the woods right now, nowhere near the path that we started talking about <laughs> apocalypse bug out bags. We can so. uh, put it in an after hours. Yeah, it'll be director's edit. Yeah. Patreon members get to enjoy this. Actually, do you want me to pause this, start a new file? Yeah, let's, that, yeah. just for editing purposes, that'd be easier for you, right? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Hold on, everybody. BRB. Burb. Recording. And we're back. Recording.
And what I just did just now was probably totally useless, but it's fine. Recording. (laughs) (laughs) Say it like a a vampire that hasn't eaten in like a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was the most amount of parched. (laughs) I hope you heard the dust coming from my lips. (laughs) There's just dust coming out. Amazing. Returning Apocalypse to Go Bag after we went so deeply off <laughs> off track that we had to restart. Yeah, we got a little lost in the woods there. We did. Um, yeah, you know what? Patreon members will get to enjoy the last 30 minutes. We're cutting, cutting that out, though, because <laughs> it was completely un- irrelevant. It was after hours worthy. It was absolutely yeah. after hours worthy. So I went ahead and made like an itemized list or several lists of things that I wanted to have in my to-go bag. How did you organize your thoughts around this? Um, There was no organization. I just kind of wrote things that I either already have or plan on getting. There are some changes as to what I would take with me depending on the type of... So we're talking about apocalypse to-go bags. To clarify by apocalypse, what we mean is just societal collapse. So regardless of what the world ending may be, it is a situation where you can no longer rely on the societal things like grocery stores or internet or whatever. Those structures are no longer in place. So that is all we're going off of. So depending on the type of collapse, some of the items may change for me. So this is kind of Last of Us minus... Last of Us, <laughs> minus the road, the mushrooms, really any oh, kind oh. of... The road. Yeah. Oh, that's a rough movie. So good though. So, I mean, it could even be something as simple as war. Anything that makes it where you (laughs) cannot rely on the systems that you typically rely on. Just hit me that we probably wouldn't survive World War III. (laughs) No, World War III would be, there's, I don't know the quote, but there was some quote by some general or something after World War II, basically saying that World War III, there will not be a World War IV. Because now nuclear weapons are introduced and enough people have them. It's not going to be... It's not going to be It is assured mutual destruction. I love that term. Assured mutual destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Live and let live or die and let die. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was making my list, that's what I was trying to figure out is, am I only allowed to pick things that are currently in my home that I have at the ready at this moment in time? Or could I include luxury items that I would love to have that I don't currently have? Let's do both. So we'll start with what we have and then we'll do one with what we would build if we had the opportunity to. And then we'll do a giveaway (laughs) of whatever we, you know, agree on between the two of us would, we would include if we had to together fill one bag of some lucky person will get that after a hundredth episode. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I'd really, oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you'll have to stick around with us for that long, but. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I had to rely on what I had in my house at this moment in time, I have enough stuff to last me 20 days, but that includes a long duration of starvation. (laughs) (laughs) So it would just be a, you, survival is in quotes here. It's just a slower death. (laughs) I'm going to wither. I can already, I can tell everyone I would not last long without food at all. It takes maybe 12 hours before I am beyond useful you w- out of hunger. You eat a lot of tiny meals though. I eat consistently all day, which I've learned is bad for your gut because your gut needs breaks. Oh. It, basically your gut is always working if you eat constantly. And I eat constantly. If you like come and visit me at my office, there's always an open bag of food, be it sometimes it's 
Cheeto crunchy chips, and sometimes it's a bag of pea shoots. It just depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Oh my God. So what do we want to go over first? Let's start with, if we found out right now, we had one hour to put together a bag. So you can't rely on Amazon. You just got to get shit together. And then we'll go into things that we would, that we would purchase. I am just going through and putting a little hash mark next to the things that I currently have in my house. So I have right now, if I, and I have a partially packed bag by my door. It's just the bag I use for hiking. And it happens to have a lot of the same items that I would carry with me in an apocalypse. Just so happens to have? It just so happens to have. So I have a water water filtration system because obviously cleanser tablets are useful, but there are situations and different types of scenarios where, you know, cleaning out all the bacteria is not all you need to do. Hmm. So I would want a filtration system. Okay. Um, so I have like, it's basically a straw that you can drink out of a puddle with and then get like potable water out of it. That's very cool. Like yeah. a life straw basically. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, cool. So I would want a couple of those and I have those, um, a change of clothes for sure. Um, so at least another pair of underwear, a hat, gloves, layered items, ideally, and things that um, do not hold on to water. So yeah, water resistant. Water resistant or at least um, quick to dry. So I wouldn't want, I think it's like like cotton is not great because that really clings onto water. Yeah. Um, you would want something that, that doesn't keep the water on your skin if you get damp for whatever reason, be it sweat or rain or having to swim, whatever. Would Under Armour work? I think it depends on the type of Under Armour. Yeah. Um, I believe most... Or not most, but a lot of synthetic fabrics are good for wicking water off the skin. Yeah. So Under Armour would probably be good. You just reminded me, like, the man upstairs and I have all this underlayer clothing from Montec. Yeah. The uh, snowboarding slash skiing That would probably be stuff. good, especially where we live, somewhere cold. I would oh, want to yeah. have layers, layered items, well, for I'm, sure. Well, I'm just going to add that to my list of forgotten fucking items. And I'm going to add the word fucking into it. <laughs> Um, I'd also want an emergency blanket. I have one of those, um, you know, those metal blankets, kind of metal, but like foil blankets that you see. Yeah. I would want one of those, um, because those hold heat in really well. And then they also are very portable and they don't. Yeah. Can't you fold it up into like a little pocket square? It's yeah. It's about the size, like (laughs) it's about the size of a wallet pretty much. It's very little. I think anything that you could buy in a really, well, buy if you have time to plan in a very compact little case situation yes i was watching a girl on tiktok the other night and she does all these like really random fashion videos she made a trash bag dress and it was fucking amazing this girl's very talented and now she's like going to the met gala and all that stuff but anyway she bought a little dress in a package this big unfolded it and it was great i mean she modded i i have a dress like that um it's not that small but it it could fit in like you could carry it like this that's so convenient Um, it is not a dress that i would probably wear anymore at 18 i was fine wearing it what's wrong with it no it's tiny (laughs) (laughs) which is why it would fit which is why yes um but it's one of those ones where you can like change the way it wraps so you can have like halter top or whatever yeah, I mean it's it's really and it's love a convertible like you, it's dress. not something that like you wouldn't be flashing people in it, but it's extremely tight and like it's mini skirt showy. Level. Yes, Called so it's so, it's something an eighteen year old would be comfortable wearing. And now that I'm almost thirty, not that there's any age limit on those things, but personally, I would not be comfortable wearing that out anymore. 
Um, first aid kit would definitely, I have, I have that and I would include that. So it has bandages, gauze, tactical scissors. So like for removing clothing and stuff and a sewing kit, tactical knife. I have one of those. I would have that as well as a multi-tool tool. So like you're naming things you have right now. Yes. They're all in this bag. God fucking damn. I'm so It's okay. If the, if, if the world ends, come over to my house. Yeah. No shit. I'm already making plans. <laughs> I've got the things. Um, axe for sure. Mom, we oh, have, yeah. we have one of those. It's not like I would purchase a different axe if I had the opportunity, but the axe we have would suffice for now. It's got the head wrapped in paracord. So like you would also have paracord, which is important and a compass. I have one of those and I would absolutely bring a compass. That's really clever that they wrap the head of the ax in yeah. paracord. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and it's something to sharp, like a file to sharpen it with. Yeah. I would bring one of those. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, Oh, I need like a sharpening block of some kind. Yeah. And I was like, ah, just use a brick or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <whatever. laughs> yeah it's, I have actually this really cute little blade sharpener and it looks like a rhino. And in Aww. between the two horns is the sharp, the, where you run the, the knife. Oh, Oh, that's so pretty. It's super cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would I would bring a file though, because you could use that for other things. Like a, <gasps> like a metal raspy file. Oh, I was just thinking about like a nail, a nail file, file and I was like, ah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah I gotta keep, keep the nails sharp, you know, for fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um solar lamp and hand radio, one of the ones you can crank. I have one of those. I would definitely bring that just for multiple reasons. A lot of the emergency radios, like the one that I have too. So it has a light. Um, it has the hand crank and the solar light. So it's not reliant on batteries, although there is a space for batteries. I mean, it also has like the flashing light to alert planes. And then it has like, it, it can make a really loud noise. Oh, so like if you're hiking and you fall and you drop and you have this thing and like you're in and out of consciousness, consciousness, you can just like turn that on and people are going to find you. That's very cool. Yeah. Some of the things I was seeing on like the to-go bags online, just because I was trying to get an idea of what other people would pick like yeah. after I made my list. Yeah. I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Just to see like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. is it comparable? Did they come up with stupid shit or did I come up with stupid shit? I definitely left space for some personal stuff that I would bring, like not heavy things, but I would bring a deck of cards for sure. We are all addicted to dopamine and man, the, the social media withdrawals are going to be brutal. I'm going to need a deck of cards. I love playing solitaire, so I would just <laughs> play solitaire all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I saw certain items like whistles and I was like, you know what? That's more of like a hiking situation, yes. like, you know, to call attention to where you are. Yeah. You don't necessarily want to do that in an apocalypse. There were situation. definitely some items that I would not include because they're more of a temporary emergency situation type things. And I'm yeah. thinking this is like societal Long-term. collapse for a good portion of our lives. Best case scenario, we're going to have to rebuild that. So there were some things I didn't include because I'm just thinking that's not the world that I'm that I'm perceiving in this plan. I'm thinking apocalypse movies, like end of the world movies where people are having to like survive. Again. The road. Yeah, Last the road. Of Last of Us. Walking Dead. Yeah, that kind of world. Yeah. Where you fear the living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, fuck the living. Yeah. They're scary. They're the most scary thing in the apocalypse. Honestly. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I Yeah. Albeit, you know, monsters and whatever. Yeah. And fungi, what have you. Yeah. Zombies. Humans are the scariest it's, fucking thing on the planet. Honestly, the majority of like thinking about taking weapons, I would be thinking less about hunting and more about self-protection from other people. Oh, for unfortunately, sure. but 
I mean, yeah. I can you can build a trap and catch an animal without using a gun. And honestly, a gun is not in my to-go bag. I don't want something that has it's a not set amount of bullets. Either. They're heavy. Bows and arrows, sure. A crossbow, crossbow, absolutely. I would probably want like a bow staff. Oh, I um, was thinking about that too. Yeah, like something I could carry. I know technically it doesn't fit in a to-go bag, but I'd be wearing my to-go bag and I use yeah, the walking you staff. Easily. And then you could like if I could get a t- one that has like a blade at the end, a spear, whatever. Huh, yeah. Um yeah, something that you could use as a weapon but also as a tool. Yeah, you could go like full Morgan from The Walking Dead on somebody. Yeah, but yeah that's a bow staff. It's a multi-purpose thing. Exactly. And I think it would be lightweight enough to carry. Yeah. Guns, there's they, never a promise of ammo. No, they're not. Unless it's heavy. You're going to have to carry a certain amount of ammo with you. That's going to run out. You can make your own ammo, but that's, again, something you're going to have to carry with. It's just, to me, I guess it depends on how long-term you're looking. And if you're on the run. Yes. Like, say you are somebody that has a full arsenal yes. in their home and a bunker situation, which yeah, a lot of people do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. You if you're Bill from that. The Last of Us, then um, yeah. <laughs> let me know where you live because I'm coming over <laughs> when the world ends. Yeah. No. No guns. I, no. It not just, for me anyway. No. Again, you know what? If I had a scenario where I had like a leg holster and I could keep a pistol with me, maybe temporarily I would have something like that. But I just think long term, I just don't foresee guns. I don't know. And if maybe that's I, ignorant of me. If I, I found somebody that I could swipe a gun off of, like yeah. a dead body, and yeah. they were fully loaded or whatever, yeah. I might do it. Yeah. Quick decision that I wouldn't really think about in the moment. Just, I see it. That yeah. might be a good idea in the future. I yeah. might take it. Yeah. Just in case. Well, that's something, again, I, I don't have a pistol. I don't own one. Don't so that's either. not going in my bag because right. if I could plan way ahead, no, I think I would prefer <laughs> a weapon that does not require ammo or, you know, bows and arrows. When I was a kid, I tried making bows and arrows and it's a lot harder than it looks to make yeah. one on your own. I would rather have a crossbow. I think yeah. it's definitely quieter than a gun for mm-hmm. one thing. Relatively easy to load. It can be absolutely lethal. Um, Well, I guess it depends if it's a crank crossbow. Ah. Yeah, because my brother had a hunting bow, Mm -hmm. and it was a relatively lightweight one, and I had a very hard time knocking that thing. Because when you're trying to send off an arrow at a rate to, you know, incapacitate or kill something, it needs to have a lot of resistance. I want to say it was like a 20 or 30 pound bow. And oh. it's fucking hard, man, to load those, those are things. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to, I'd have to go shopping for that one. That's not on my list of items that I have. Mine neither. Yeah. For me, tactical knife. Yep. Obviously it'd be great to be able to, if I could have unlimited ammo, mm-hmm. I would want a rifle, but oh, you yeah. don't have unlimited ammo and ammo's heavy and it's going to weigh you down. And no, that's for when you find a place and you yes. get settled and hold up. Yes. You yeah. know, if we're talking about building a fortress, guns all the way yeah i'll have stacks of ammo everywhere but i'm not gonna yeah not, I'm not carrying that shit with me not initial days no. of the beginning of that's within the rust horde once you've built your rust home oh yeah the video game and <laughs> yeah. i was like why is she so rusty <laughs> i mean you know once wd-40 stops being produced <laughs> fucking a well actually that was some of the research i was looking at when it comes to knives trying to think of like the best kind of tactical knife to have yeah but here's the thing i can't be bothered with a high maintenance anything except for myself. So with <laughs> as far as knives go, definitely going to have to go with stainless steel. Yes. I was trying to find something that was like lightweight, but I learned some things. 
I need a full tang knife. Do you know what full tang means? <laughs> no, but the phrase is familiar. What is right? that? I figured I heard it before too. It does sound familiar. You have a couple different kinds of knives, but one, the blade, maybe even oh, a standard. Oh, it's full tang where it's all, it's the whole. Yes. Yeah. It's the full length of the knife all the way through the handle. Oh, that makes sense. Cause you don't want something that's going to break off. No, yeah. you don't. And that's the thing. I think like a standard kitchen knife, it just has like a little piece of the steel down in the handle. It does. It's like a little, like a pinky sized rod. Yeah. yeah. So that's what full tang is. Just the full length of the knife. That's, it's yeah. sturdier. They also like, from what I was seeing online, you don't want anything that's going to flip out. Mm-hmm. We definitely have those all over the house though. Yeah. So I definitely grab them because we don't have any kind of knife in the house with a sheath. Yeah. Except like, well, I have one, I have a machete, but it's painted and glossed over probably. and very dull because of that. Yeah. I am. Um, can I say my yeah. apocalypse hobby? Well, yeah. my apocalypse hobby, my pandemic hobby. <laughs> the the well, mini apocalypse that we've experienced. It was a toilet paper and paper towel apocalypse. It was. it was. It, it was. Yeah. And again, I think those will be the first fucking things to go. Toilet paper is not on my list. Like I saw a nope. lot of things where they're like, well, yeah, carry toilet paper and wet wipes. I'm like, that shit's going to be gone in two seconds. I'm not filling my pack with something that's going to last me a week. No, well, grab an old aged book. Oh, how dirty though. Moss, <laughs> moss makes, makes for great wiping. Yeah. I didn't put certain things on my list minus the fact that I forgot underwear. Cause I totally did. Um, oh, I got to add that to my forgotten fucking items, but there are things that you will find as you're going around and going out, especially if it's early days, mm-hmm. like you might be able to hit up some convenience stores yeah. and find random items and not really worry about it. And I wouldn't want to carry it around. It's not a priority. Like, obviously I don't want to be walking around with like shit on my ass. I but- just pictured you with paracorded toilet paper rolls, like in a, <laughs> like a belt. Like- <laughs> Can we make that? <laughs> yeah. That's going in the in the bag that uh, y'all are going to get. Yeah. Recorded. Yeah. Paper belt. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Oh, but the other thing about the knife is you should go with stainless steel. There's certain grades that you don't really have to worry too much about rust yeah. with, literally. Because I'm not going to be sitting out here oiling a knife to make sure it's not rusting. I need something. One oil is going to be hard to find. That's why I put Vaseline in my kit. <laughs> Honestly, that's really smart. And I didn't add Vaseline. Um, but that's okay. That's Cause smart. it'll be in mine and yeah. I will meet you at your house. <laughs> yes. Yes. I only have one gas mask. It's not okay. It's not like a tactical gas mask. I'm not that much of a prep. Um, so like I wouldn't even consider myself. It's for spray painting stuff. I mean, oh, if yeah. you have to have one, like it's better than nothing, but Definitely. I wouldn't even consider myself a prepper. I would consider myself someone who hikes a lot and has a lot of these items because of that. And also someone who grew up with someone who is on the line of prepper. Like I wouldn't call her my mom a full prepper, but like she dabbled, she dabbled, she dabbled for <laughs> sure. So like that's kind of built into me. I know what an MRE tastes like, and I have not been in the military. What flavor? What was it? I don't remember. It was just like an icky granola bar, whatever it was. Oh. Yeah. It was, I don't remember what, like, the flavor. We got them for Christmas when I was, like, when we still lived in Memphis. So I don't remember. All I remember is it was, like, it was cool. They came in, like, the little packaging and whatever. But it was, (laughs) like, the first thing to go is going to be the flavor in your food. Yeah. I'm going to miss salt so much. I put salt on my list for food. That's smart. Well, just for the sake of electrolytes. And yeah. Things. And well, I mean, iodine too. If you yeah. Get, if you get modern, like salt has iodine in it and you need that. I mean, vitamins, I'm not including vitamins on my list because again, something that'll be out, but like. I did put vitamins on my list. That's smart. 
Just if I got to the point of extreme weakness. Yeah. You know, I I, did include antibiotics and that is something that I currently have in my house. I was prescribed it for something and then they changed their mind and gave me a different set of antibiotics. So I just kept them because, you know, like, you know. Are they expired? (laughs) No, not yet. I'm going to keep them until they are. But like, that's something that I would grab. Like if you're hunting and you need something like, and even if it is expired, like I'd rather take expired antibiotics than not any at all in that kind of situation. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that when antibiotics, any prescription meds, whatever, when they expire, they're just less effective. Yeah. Usually it doesn't hurt you. Um, No, it's not like it rots. No. I mean, there there might be some, I honestly don't know. There might be some medications that do, but generally, yeah. yeah, Any medication. I'd I'd rather have an expired aspirin than no aspirin. Yeah. I'd be worried about a liquid medication. So like Advil, you don't want liquid gels. So you're going to need a tablet. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, didn't think about that earlier. Yeah. And part of my med kit, I would include an anti-inflammatory of some kind. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I had Advil on here. Potassium iodide, for sure. Oh. You want that if there's any... So this is like where it differs between what kind of societal collapse we're in. If we are in a nuclear societal collapse, potassium iodide helps protect you from nuclear exposure. So it like fills your cells with whatever you like. No, you want to know what this is? The difference between growing up how you did and how I did. (laughs) (laughs) And a mother who dabbles in prepping. Um, I I, I didn't get this from my mom. This is like personal just research because I was curious. Because I know like um, the government, there's actually, there is a PDF that you can download from the government. Okay. That tells you what to do in, in case of, I mean, if there's a nuclear attack, the biggest thing is don't leave your fucking house and seal up all the air. So like another thing that I would probably not include generally speaking, cause again, it'll run out quickly and it loses its usefulness over time because of the way it loses its stickiness, but duct tape in a nuclear situation, I would want duct tape because you're going to duct tape all the cracks in your doors and your windows. You are sealing up your house and you're going to wait at least, I would wait 72 hours at least. Duct tape's on my list. <laughs> it's, it's a smart thing to have. I'm just thinking like long-term, but like, it's not that heavy. You paracord it to your belt. And honestly, the same with, I would want trash bags and I would want Ziploc bags, something to keep things waterproof. And again, in a nuclear situation, you're going to want to put your clothes in a trash bag if you are exposed to it. Washing with water that has been contaminated by nuclear waste is better than not washing at all. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. At least according to the research I've done. So if someone knows better, please let me know. But from what I understand, it's obviously better to have not contaminated water. If you're in a situation where you have been contaminated, you've been outside, there's been a nuclear blast and you have nuclear waste on you. It's better to wash with contaminated water and get it off of you. It is really disturbing what nuclear poisoning, I don't know if that's the right word, but exposure to nuclear waste does to people. There's a guy who I'm thinking it was in Asia, but it it must've been in like Russia or Ukraine, because that just seems like a place where it happens a lot. (laughs) It was some kind of, it was some kind of nuclear issue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was Chernobyl though. It might've been, but someone, someone was exposed. I'm almost certain that it was, uh, it was somewhere in Asia, but someone was exposed to a lot of it and they kept him alive for, I think like 28 days, but he literally melted. Like he, he melted and he was melting within the first like few hours. And it was nuclear. Yes. Oh my God. He was, he was working at a, at a nuclear plant and didn't realize there was a leak or something like that. Um, and he didn't know and his flesh just melted off of him. And like, it was kind of cruel to keep him alive. They wanted to basically see what happens and see how long, you know, 
it was one of those things where like it's shitty, but I also get the curiosity kind of like the medical thing we were talking about before. Like, where's the line between like, put the motherfucker out of his misery. Was he even conscious through it? I don't know. I can't even I would have to imagine like kind of like third degree burns after a point, the nerves are singed off and you don't feel anything maybe. I just would want to be in an induced coma. Yeah. You know what? If you want to study me because something has happened, just make sure that I'm not present for it. Then do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Yeah. I wouldn't care either. Yeah. But- I care a little. It was really, <laughs> really disturbing. And there's like pictures and stuff. I wish I, you know what? I'll look it up while. Yeah. What else would you keep in your bag of things that you currently have? Well, uh, let's go over some food. I have oats. So Smart. I definitely, well, okay, you guys, they're not the plain ones. It's like the peaches and cream, <laughs> strawberry ones. I also have the little foil packs of tuna, like albacore. That's smart. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I would find a little container to put some salt in. Yeah. I would also bring the honey that I have. Honey has a very, very long shelf life. Also, well, I had peanut butter up until this morning, but I polished it off. <laughs> I think I have instant mashed potatoes, like the flake That's potatoes smart. that you could just add water to. Yeah. I was correct. It was in Japan. Hold up. That guy... He is very familiar. Well, this is young little baby. Um, Hisashi Ochi, the most irradiated person in history. He survived for 83 days in excruciating 83 days pain. He lost most of his skin and began crying blood by the time it ended. Oh my God. Why? So basically they were untrained in the process and mixed their materials by hand and accidentally poured seven times the amount of uranium into the improper tank. So he was was standing directly over it. Yeah. Um, radiation poisoning. That's what nuclear exposure is. Oh. Radiation poisoning. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, my God. That poor guy. He regularly flatlined from heart attacks. He leaked fluids and cried for his mother. That for me is like, if you want to absolutely wreck me emotionally, someone crying for their mother is instantly like, I don't care if it's the worst person on the planet. If they're hurting and they're crying for like their mother, I remember well, torturing you and you want me to stop, just cry for your mother and I will. That is something that only children do. And when you are, when you reverting are reverting to that. Yeah. Reverting it to that. It shatters state, me. Yeah. Just, that's pretty upsetting. The, I also the, uh, cannot yeah. stand to see men cry. Cannot stand it. People in general, I'm not like a sympathetic crier, but like I am. Um, big time. I, I won't, <laughs> I won't cry, but it will destroy. Like I just seeing people in pain is just yes. so upsetting to me. Yeah, actually, I guess that's just human compassion. <laughs> yeah, like if I see someone identifying as male crying like that for some reason, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the whole like you're supposed to be stronger than that kind of thing that breaks my goddamn heart. But I noticed as I got older, anything crying will make me cry. The only thing that can like easily bring me to tears is if that movie, if anything happens, I still love you. Like just, I need to watch that. You watched it. Wait. I made you watch it. The weekend that we came up with oh, this podcast. Oh, the little tiny movie. Oh, oh my heart. So I've cruelly made several people watch that after I first watched it. And I made poor uh, Big Spoon watch it. And <laughs> before anything had happened, I already preemptively was crying because it's really fucking sad. Oh and she's gosh. like, what is going to happen? <laughs> I thought I was going to hold it together. I was like, it's fine. Mind never matter. It's illustrated, which some Sometimes can make it worse in some ways. <laughs> it's so, and then the man upstairs, just like man of stone, just, <laughs> and we're just like, it's so, it's so sad. It, the, the thing that he has on his side is perspective. So he knows yeah. it's not real, but at the same time, but it is, it is real. 
I am like getting the like heart twangs just thinking about yeah, it. It's such a sad. It's a very pervasive story affecting many lives. You should watch it. Yes, just be in the right mental space to watch it because it is. Um, and Ellsworth is a monster. <laughs> 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 that dead smile that you had, <laughs> like dead. <laughs> I was born this way. Oh, I can picture the clip now. <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. Poor baby. Ugh. Yeah. My therapist and I are good friends within therapy. I'm actually really sad. She and I, I feel like, would be very good friends, and I adore her. It sounds like um, it. We, like, sometimes the therapy session will just be us talking about, like, one time we were talking about Lord of the Rings. I talked about prepping with her for an entire session once oh because God. she also <laughs> is, I would say, on a similar level as me. So we were just talking about what we do and what our plans are. And she sounds a she's lot like rad. you. I love her. Um, is that because she basically is you? <laughs> she kind of sounds a lot like you. We are. We also do both have husbands covered in Nordic tattoos. <laughs> um, she's just, she's, she's the nicest, like coolest person ever. I told her that she should watch it. So yeah, she's going to drop me now. <laughs> I did warn her. It's really sad. She'll pick you up eventually. Yeah. She'll be yeah. like, you know what? I've decided that I can't <laughs> see you anymore because you're an asshole. <laughs> Uh, Sometimes that is a good therapy session, though. Just talking about the last few have like not really been therapy sessions, more like been like getting coffee with a friend, which is not a bad thing. Like it's not on her at all. It's just me. Like she'll be like, "How how you been doing?" And then we'll just like talk about. But you pay shit. for it, yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> oh no, it's like being in a sorority. I'm paying for friendship. Oh, that's really awful. <laughs> no one knows this, but Riley gets paid fifty dollars every time we hang out. <laughs> I didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, I'll give it to the man upstairs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, You're a friendship so prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What would you do if you found out that was true? What's that movie called? What am I thinking of right now? Are you thinking Jim of the Carrey? one with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Um, Truman Show. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot even. No. That's fucked up. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Um, Anyways. <laughs> Back to the back to the topic at hand. So I just went over the food items that I have, but I'll just quickly go over what I do have yeah. as far as medical supplies. Yeah. I have gauze somewhere in the house, like the roll version. Yeah. That way, if you need to tie it off, yeah. nice and easy. Alcohol prep pads, for mm-hmm. sure. Vaseline, antibiotic ointment. Yeah. Baking soda. Yeah. That's smart. I know. Baking soda is multi-purpose yeah. in so many ways. Well, I'm not going to carry around toothpaste probably. Yeah. That's so, not going on my list. Baking soda, you can use it to exfoliate your skin, like literally wash up. Yeah. Clean your hair. Yeah. Brush your teeth. Yeah. You can use it for food things. Yeah. It has so many different uses. I normally use baking soda for cleaning. Baking soda is fantastic for cleaning. And it's not toxic like a lot of cleaning supplies are. Not shitting on cleaning. Like I use toxic cleaning supplies. Sometimes that's what works. Like I love magic erasers. Oh, me too. My cat is very... um, snotty like literally just constant sinus irritation i thought you were telling me she was a bitch she is a brat too but so she sits on the couch and i realized yesterday that most this is disgusting i looked behind me where she usually sits and the wall is freaking splattered in her snot and so i'm just like 
Oh, Hold on, I had to swallow. Me. Yeah, horrific. And Coffee. it was like crusted <laughs> on. She's been extra snotty the last few days. So it's not like it's been there for an extended period of time. What's but that like, from? she's always had sinus issues, but it's gotten oh. worse. I have a vet appointment for her. We're going to like just to double check she doesn't have like an infection or something. You need a um, nose, Frida. Suck just like that shit out. Yeah, it's it's been bad. I used a, a magic eraser to get it off because it, it was so stuck on paper towels weren't working. Did it work? It did. I love a magic eraser. It just that it is magic. Do you get the Mr. Clean ones or do you get the generic? Um, we've used both. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mr. Clean ones are better than the generic. I think so too. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to go brand name. I agree. Yeah. The man upstairs makes fun of me because I'll buy a lot of off-brand things, but I'm getting really better about not. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I would say not 80 or 90% of the time off-brand is equally good. Yeah. I but there are some it. things that are, yeah, because you never know. And if you're going to save $3 because you don't have like the brand name on it, that's totally fine by me. Yeah. There, or, there are some things that are not comparable. Shopping but. at one store versus another for the same exact item and yeah. it's a dollar or two less. Yeah. Like if anything you get at Target, it's way more expensive than it's going to be at Walmart. Exactly. So you're just shopping there for the experience because you don't have people asking you to buy Sudafed for yes. them. I just recently started going back to Walmart because I am a Target ass bitch. Me too. I just love me a Target run. The Walmart where we live and I've been to like a decent number of Walmarts and I've like I've been to Walmarts across the country and ours <laughs> is one of the worst <laughs> is that the career <laughs> that's, that's the thing yeah just raiding Walmarts <laughs> mostly all along the east coast I haven't been to a lot of west coast Walmarts but yeah yeah no our Walmart is particularly awful I will pay more money to not buy an item there I've been in worse ones I think the worst one I've ever been in not that I've been like Super well traveled and in a bunch of different Walmarts, but it was in uh, West Point. Really? Or right near West Point Air Force Base. Interesting. Yep. And that Walmart was so busted. It looked like an apocalypse. We were going there because at the time, I'm with my now ex-boyfriend when I was real young. We got together when I was 17 and we were getting his brother and sister-in-law set in their new apartment where they were living near the base and we're just going to look for trash cans. Every fucking trash can on the display, all of them dented in or just spilled over into the aisle. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What is wrong with you people? You know? Yeah. It's a store. There have been a few respect. like, there's a Walmart that I went to in Georgia that was pretty busted up. Yeah. Just like, I guess, so the Walmart here, it's not necessarily that like, it's not that busted. It's just that I have had more negative experiences with people there. It's not the products that are the problem. Yeah. Or that they're busted. The people are fucking busted. And it's not that, like, we live in a town with a lot of fantastic people, and it's not that the, the type of people who shop at Walmart are generally very nice, but there is a drug problem in this area. Yeah. And I have had people literally ask me to buy them, like, many boxes of Sudafed. Just, oh, that's a that's me- what you use to make meth. Meth is a huge problem yes. where we are, um, and it's yeah. just it's unfortunate because it's not like drugs don't inherently make a bad person, and it's no. not like I was ever really made to feel unsafe. Although it was at night and it was a strange man in the parking lot, but so it like, does make you worried how comfortable that person is just coming up and asking. Yeah, you to do just that. random, like yeah. especially like a eighteen year old girl at night in the parking lot coming up and being like, "Hey, my wife's really sick. We need twelve boxes of Sudafed." Like. Bro, take her to the hospital if you need 12 boxes of Sudafed. Yep. 
and that's buy, a very specific I can't number. buy it myself because I'm I'm out of state see look at my wallet I'm not from here like that's just more suspicious man yeah <laughs> dude you're reminding me so we have a pet smart right near the Walmart the, with the busted people that we're talking about yeah. there was one night I think it was getting a little dark outside it was like 6 30 I just got back into my car and I see this guy big tall dude just like Kind of intimidating. Walking in the general direction of my car. As soon as I get in my car, I immediately lock the door, even if it's just me getting in my car in the morning. Which is what you should always do. Yes. Yes. I immediately lock my door. I do not sit there and fuck around. I do what I need to do and get out of there. But so I was pulling out of the spot that I was in and this guy started walking more quickly towards my car and he made the motion like roll down your window and I'm looking at him still kind of like veering off to the side and trying to get around him. He made this motion like, can you hear me? And I'm like, dude. And he walks in front of my car and I just fucking swerved out of the way. Bold went right dude, I will him. hit a motherfucker. <laughs> dude, he was like this close to my car. I. It's too bad because it's not that like... Most men are not going to be threatening. And I absolutely believe it really sucks as a man when you need help, have people mistrusting of you. Here's the thing, though. There's tons of stores right there. Yeah. You very clearly were able to walk Mm -hmm. and seemed okay. No visible injuries. Do not approach a woman who just got in her car. It's getting dark outside. At the like, end of the day, it's like don't. people like that fear is a very rational fear. I'm sure it sucks to be mistrusted by people. And like, absolutely. I'm sure that really sucks. But yeah, I'm but not, if he I'm not help. Yeah. He could have walked right into PetSmart. I mean, I was parked right outside the store. Yeah. No, no reason to approach my vehicle. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if it was a woman. I've done this. No. <laughs> I remember one time I was, <laughs> I was parked at the mall with my mom many, many years ago. And we just got back into the car and this guy, I felt really bad. He just looked a little scruffy, but he had this look on his face. Yeah. Like just an angry, determined look. And he was walking a little too closely to our car and we had nobody else around us. Like there's a huge buffer mind the buffer. Yeah. We both locked our doors at the same time and then burst out laughing. (laughs) 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 I felt like the biggest prick on the planet. No, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but at the same time, I will hurt someone's feelings if it means that there's an opportunity to me not put myself at risk. Yeah, because you just never know. You don't know. know. You really don't know. People look for weird opportunities where you yourself wouldn't be thinking about it. Like I would never think to go to another person's car when they're just sitting there looking at their phone, not paying attention and prey on that. They prey on you. Like the chance that you feel bad or you're worried they might need help. Like a lot of serial killers have done that. The amount of podcasts and true crime shows that I've seen where people are abducted in parking lots. Basically if you are a good trusting person, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's honestly surprising that I have not been picked up yet. I mean, honestly, how are you here? (laughs) So nice. Ever <laughs> tell you all the time that a pimp tried to pick me and my friend up when I was a kid? Wait, are you? I mean, okay, the man was driving a pink, <laughs> probably a Mustang with Hello Kitty seats, and there were several girls in the car who was a pimp. And my friend and I were like 13, maybe. And he like pulled up alongside us while we were walking. Where was in this? Memphis. 
Yeah. He was like, that dog looks tired. Do you want to ride? And me being who I am. And she also like, I grew up just outside of Memphis. She grew up in Memphis. So she was like, keep walking. And I was like, but he's talking to us. That would be rude. It's a good thing I wasn't alone. (laughs) What do Georgia and Karen say from my favorite murder? I don't know. Fuck politeness. Yeah. Women have always been taught to be polite at their own expense. Fuck that. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. You didn't get near the car did you (laughs) i would have but no i kept walking with her yeah i mean looking back on it i told my parents about it when i got home and my dad's like that was a pimp (laughs) a very very transparently a pimp i mean he he literally had what were obviously prostitutes with him in the vehicle so wait was that the response he wasn't like oh my god are you okay (laughs) you know what actually i don't think it was my dad it was my mom who Uh, said that was a pimp um that sounds like something your mom would say yeah (laughs) yep Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> we just keep uh, derailing this train. Yeah, this sorry. is, yeah, we're, you're sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. You're used to it by now. Oh, if I you've meant, listened to the other episodes. I meant sorry, depending on when you're listening to this, because it might be a too soon joke. <laughs> the train thing. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of articles that are basically saying we're not going to know for years how, like, seriously, how, how bad these effects are. But I can stuff, see that. It's scary. I mean, the acid rain thing, I think, is an exaggeration. All rain is acidic. Acid rain is not really dangerous to you for the most part, from my understanding. Yeah. But some of the stuff that's in the water is dangerous to you. Um, <laughs> quite dangerous. So you need a life straw. Chemical warfare level <laughs> of dangerous. So Ugh. there are times when it pays to be a prepper. Yeah. Yeah. What else did we have going on? Um, I would also have my book of medicinal plants and survival guide. That's something that I have. Um, It's good to have a smaller one. Although with medicinal plants, you're going to want one that has pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember one time when I did a leaf project in high school, I couldn't tell them bitches apart. And some of them are very similar. And when in doubt, don't eat that shit. That's just a good (laughs) policy. When in doubt, don't put it in your mouth. Because there are some... Like we were talking about with our other one, there's hemlock and um, yarrow look very similar if I'm thinking of the right two plants. So just be careful because there are things that are deadly, but that's why it's good to have a a book of medicinal plants because you're not going to be able to walk to the pharmacy and pictures are good. Alcohol, I would probably carry a plastic bottle of some kind of alcohol for a decontaminant. And also if I decide I want to die, I'm going to go out having a good time. Yeah, I, um, I don't have it with me, but it would be on my list as vodka. Yeah, I hate vodka, but I'd probably pick that too because for cleaning wounds, I feel like that's the best one. That's the reasoning. Yeah. I think that's probably, I mean, could you get it flavored and be fine? I, I wouldn't want to put raspberry vodka on my wounds. I oh. feel like it'd be sticky. Um, yeah. I prefer tequila, but I, I just, I feel like it's because vodka looks and tastes the most like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So maybe it's ignorant to assume that it would be a better cleanser than tequila, but I feel like it would be. Yeah. So the only alcohol I have in my house right now are uh, three bottles of Gen 5 wine. It's a red blend. It's very smooth. Nice. Um, I don't think it would help with the wounds, but it would take the edge off. Yes. Honestly, that's like, that is kind of why I would want the alcohol is because my goal would be to survive. But like, if you're in a situation where you're like, bring fucking edibles too, probably if, I mean, they don't take up a lot of space. No. Bring up some hundred milligrams and just, I don't, I don't have that in my house, but <laughs> it, in the bag of things that I would collect, I feel like at that point, I mean, yeah, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's not illegal when there's no, I mean, it's not illegal anyways, but yeah. Uh, probably just some, I mean, painkillers, ideally like anti-inflammatories, but I mean, if you are in a situation where you are like severely, there are other things that are included in survival kits that I wouldn't bring. Like that one of them was, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but it's a 
a bandage you would put on your chest if you have a punctured lung um, oh. in order to let like the air and blood out. I wouldn't bring that because if I'm in the situation I'm envisioning, that person's not surviving anyways. Yeah. And so it's just a waste. That's that's something to keep you stable versus something that's life-saving. Yeah. So there are like, same with tourniquets, honestly. I might bring a tourniquet because there is a possibility, maybe, but like without more intense medical care, you're just staving off the inevitable mm-hmm. and putting them in more pain because tourniquets hurt like a bitch. Yeah. If you're using them, right? Yes. If a tourniquet's not hurting, it's not on tight enough. Yeah. So like, that's one of those things like, and also, I mean, I'd have a belt. I don't, I wouldn't include a tourniquet in my first aid kit because I have a belt. That's why I didn't include it. Yeah. It's either. just, there are survival things that I would not include because they would involve stabilizing someone to get them to more comprehensive medical care. And in the world that I'm envisioning that we're creating these for, mm-hmm more intensive medical care doesn't exist. So yeah, um, we're going to have basics. Yeah. I'm not going to be, if you have a punctured lung or a severed artery, I will hold your hand and pour vodka and give you a raspberry shot. vodka down your throat. Yeah. It's just, I would break your bar. Oh I, yeah. We yeah. have my husband and I throw parties quite a lot and people always leave alcohol. So we have a shelf, yep. like I a full bookshelf of alcohol. Yeah. And plastic bottles definitely would be the way to go. Yeah. Just weight wise. I feel like, cause I did put canteen. Okay. So for the things that we have now, cumulatively, yes. how long do you think we would last? It depends on a few things. I would also bring a metal cooking pot for, mm-hmm. for cooking stuff. And I don't have a, I don't know how to pronounce it. I've only ever seen it read ferocium rod. It's a fire starter. I do have waterproof oh. fire starters, but the ferocium rod is just kind of a ideal. Is it kind of like Flint? Kind of. All I know is it's like the thing that you want to have. I don't have one of those. I have waterproof matches and, and like a Flint thing. But I feel like if we teamed up and we had our husbands with us, I think we would be okay. We collectively have enough resources. I think the hardest thing would be for all of us would be hunting food. I would say that generally none of us have enough experience for, I don't know how to clean and dress an animal. I'm ashamed to admit. I think everyone should know how. I think everyone should know how to hunt. And I think everyone should know how to clean an animal because A, if you eat meat, you should know how to prepare it. Yep. And you should be comfortable killing things. And I'm not, I'm a hypocrite. Um, Same. And I also think that it's a really useful life skill. I'm not against it. I'd actually, one of my favorite shows to watch is Alone. Yeah. There is something just so primal about it. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like watching them field dress a yeah. deer something and then how to properly, or rabbits even. Yeah how to gut a fish and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't look that crazy. No. And they also are very good about telling you what to do first so that it doesn't contaminate the meat. Yeah. Oh, and I remember this one episode. I think it was a bird and they showed a close up. This bird had been like chilling in the water dead, but it was so cold. The water was so cold. It might've been fine, but they were like skinning this bird basically. And you could see the worms. It was full of worms. Worms are Good protein. I wouldn't want to eat parasitic worms, obviously. That's what they are. They're parasitic worms. And there was this one chick, she had a rabbit and she was starving. Well, and that's the thing is like, realistically speaking, so I think we'd survive quite a while with the people and the skills that we have. I think yeah. we, would, we would be okay. It depends on the time of year too, because where we live, we would need to find warm oh shelter God. very quickly. Seriously, if this were to happen, I would want it to be late spring yes. so that we had plenty of time to figure out a situation to either for find winter. or build shelter. Winners around here will fucking kill Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would survive quite a while. The thing that I think would be the biggest danger to us 
would be infection. Um, oh yeah. I think that when you're in a situation where you don't have the opportunity to wash your hands, you don't have plumbing anymore. I think that infection and honestly, rabies is terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And when you're in the wild and that is a, a legitimate threat. Even more so. Yeah. And then yeah, parasites, we would all be filled with parasites. That's kind of like unavoidable. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, we probably have them in us now, but <sighs> fuck me. Um, <laughs> so I think we'd be okay um I don't know how many years we'd survive again it depends on what we find yeah it it really depends on so many factors I think we are quite capable but I do think that food source would be a very quick problem for us because hunting and gathering gathering we would be pretty good at I think hunting would take that would be difficult at first I think that would be especially if we don't take guns with us yeah, um, it's going to be hard. We need, That's the only thing I know how to do. We relatively. need another group, another, another person to add to our group who knows how to hunt. Yeah. Like I, we're taking applications. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I know how to shoot. I haven't yeah. gone shooting in a very long time. Always just did it for fun it's, and like is, a range. It is kind of fun. Not to yeah. sound like a gun nut. Shooting is yeah, it's immensely very, satisfying. It's very fun to do at a range with yeah. some friends and whatever. Yeah. But I never went hunting. No, I've never gone hunting. I mean, we raised we had animals that like farm animals that we killed. It's a little like, different though. I didn't kill them though. And neither did my parents. We yeah. literally brought them to a butcher to kill. Right. Um, and also you already have them. You've obtained the yes. animal. It's a little different than having to go out in the wild. I mean, and- if I could, uh, if I could throw a couple of chickens in my backpack, I would. Cause chickens are the ultimate food source. You want to talk about like prepping like a location, chickens and goats, man. A farm. Yeah. Well, what about clothing? Uh, hat, gloves, and underwear for sure. Mm-hmm. I would have layered items. I would try and have things that are either water resistant or water wicking. Like we were talking about my Montech gear yeah. for my forgotten items. Yeah. Many pairs of socks for sure. I think that foot safety would be a legitimate issue when you're living in the oh, wild. Yeah. I would certainly want a pair of very good boots and I don't think I'd have any other pairs of shoes. Maybe running shoes. I guess it depends on the kind of apocalypse. So I... Yeah, I think it's very situational because as much as I love boots, wearing boots in general, like combat boot style, I put water resistant running shoes. Yeah. Because we're probably going to be doing a lot of running. I think running shoes would be really important. And then, yeah, tactical boots. Yeah. Um, Something that you can hike a lot in that are also very protective of your feet. Not that tactical boots are necessarily that comfortable. They're made to last through stuff. Well, and then I worry about snow. Yes, we would need to, depending on the type of apocalypse, either find a location and bunker down, or we would need to hike somewhere that is not as cold as it is here because we would not last a winter without some very real skills. We need to yeah, build, a, build a cabin and have it be able to withstand insulation. And then there's like the risk of, you know, if you if this is a world where our systems are no longer in place, so you have to heat the home with fire and I don't think people realize how regularly places burn down. <laughs> <laughs> pretty regularly yeah. here <laughs> and yeah it happens a lot now with stove fires um, and that's a, a real like generator problems generator mm-hmm. safety around here during the winter it's like everybody fucking forgets hot water hot water heaters seem to be a big source of, yep. of fire too that's another problem oh we'd have to get used to cold sh- i would be cold stinky showers. man i would be very stinky <laughs> Baking but soda. You, get, you get used to it too, though, because like in the United States, we're not used to the smell of people. Yeah. Like we have learned to think that the smell of a person is disgusting. And we're like, that's why in Europe, we're kind of like, 
like there's a joke that like people in Europe smell bad, but it's just because we're not used to what people like human beings smell like anymore. Yeah. So we'd get used to it probably, but we would also be pretty stinky. I mean, baking soda is only going to last so long. I guess, I mean, you can make it out of animal fat. You can make your own soap. Having axes would be very important. Oh man, but then you're going to need nails and stuff. I guess you could do like the Lincoln log style of a cabin. <laughs> yeah. So just a hatchet. We yeah. Could do that. Oh, one of my ride or die things. I don't have it but I would want it are cargo pants. Yes. I don't have any, I used to have a ton of cargo pants. I've got rid of them all as I got older. I need something that is going to be a little bit more heavy duty, a lot of pockets, you know, Military surplus is where I would yeah. get a lot of a lot of items. It's just oh like my god, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I have a pair of cargo pants, but they're more like fashion cargo pants uh, than like functional. I mean, they have like all the pockets and stuff, but they're tighter and they're not of a material that I would want to. We would want a more utility. Yes, style. I would, yeah, I also put a leather jacket on here. That's wise, I think, because I wanted something depending on the apocalypse, bite resistant. Yeah. That's another thing, though, depending on the type of <laughs> if, it's a, if it's an apocalypse with fast zombies, I am drinking myself to death the night of slow zombies. I can deal with. I am just, not resident eviling my way through life. I can picture us. We're sitting on the couch watching the news. Are they fast zombies? <laughs> like, yeah. Like we need like, to make we, up we need, to, we need to know. Because <laughs> no fucking way am I even going to try to survive in a Resident Evil zombie or World War Z zombie type apocalypse. No. Walking Dead, I don't think about it. I can handle slow. I could handle I could handle slow things. I would be terrified of being trapped in a building in which I know there are. And like thinking about my place of work if it broke out then. So here's the thing. <laughs> You're trapped in a building. You're surrounded by zombies. Is this a would you rather? No, it's well, <laughs> kind of, I guess. It's more of a, a thought puzzle, I guess. Okay. Um, you're in a building trapped by zombies. They can't get in, but you can't get out without getting caught by them. Would you climb on the roof? You run out of food. You climb on the roof. You fish up a zombie. You cut it into little pieces. If you boil it, can you eat it? <laughs> I'm just curious because that... Is it cannibalism if you're eating a zombie? And I mean, people resort to cannibalism. That's a worst case scenario. Like, that's the thing that people do. Wouldn't you get Kuru or is that just from eating brains? I think it's just from eating brains. Mm. But I mean, at this point, if it's just for survival, you have no more food in the house and you can't get out. I is, mean, is this a freshly dead zombie? I would definitely try and pick one that looked not super rotted. But how is the virus contracted? Yeah, or I guess it depends on the virus. Is it Walking Dead style? Spoiler alert, but seriously, it's been a decade. You should know by now, yeah. <laughs> Where anyone who dies. Yeah, yeah, so the trigger is death. Yeah. Like if somebody did die, that virus already exists. In yeah. Them. Again, spoiler alert, but it's been 10 years, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And that's, well, that's why like if you cook it, mm. would it kill the thing that is transferred to you? That's if you are an expert in things that don't exist- let us know. I want to know. <laughs> Can I eat a zombie if I have to, as long as I cook it? What part would you eat? Leg? I'm a sucker for ribs. I love me a barbecue. <laughs> All right. That's a little fancy. <laughs> I mean, organ meat is really good for you, generally speaking. I don't. Depending on the organ, don't. I there are some you shouldn't eat. But. Do not know. I would rather die than eat zombie organ meat. I imagine, I imagine <laughs> that the organ meat is probably where you'd contract the virus. Thigh would probably be pretty tasty, but like yeah, muscle. if you're in a situation where you have to eat some, like something for nutrients, organs are, they're pretty packed full. Again, there are some that you should not eat. 
I'm pretty sure gallbladder is one of them. Mm. Probably kidneys too. I feel like things that filter out bad things well, you should not pe- eat. People eat like liver. Yeah, I think you know? liver's okay. Liver's good. Yeah, heart's but it good. Freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Also, what if? I mean, I don't know that this would do anything to you, but what if you picked a zombie that had cirrhosis of the liver? They were cirrhotic. You'd probably know. Like, I'm pretty sure you can oh, physically see. You would see. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that. I don't know if it would do anything to you. I mean, aside from the fact that you're eating zombie meat and that's iffy, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay, so what's, what part of pork bone do you marrow. like the most? Ooh, maybe bone the virus marrow. doesn't get into the bone marrow. I don't know. Or is that how it spreads? God, I don't know. Mm. Hmm. In your bloodstream, things to think about. Yeah, <laughs> things to think about for sure. <laughs> I love it when we quote ourselves. <laughs> We're so corny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so what are some luxury items that we don't have could potentially buy on Amazon before the apocalypse or find out in the world? I honestly, this is something that maybe someone who is more of a prepper or military experience would know. I would want, I know they sell like survival axes. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference. Like I have an ax, but they have axes that come with like multi heads and some of them you can interchange with a shovel. And I think that would be really useful. But I'm also curious if you can change the head and stuff how like, durable, durable it, is it is when you're using yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like I'd want the one. Maybe that's double-ended. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you've seen those tactical shovels because they're pretty dope looking. I think a tactical shovel, and you can like fold them up. I think a shovel yeah. would be really useful. You could use an axe as a shovel if you had to. Yes, definitely. Um, and so if I had to pick between one axe and, all the way. but Yeah. Hence why I have, like, I don't have it in my current to-go bag, but my wish list item, it would be a hatchet. You can yes. use it for all kinds of things. And then also... You have something sharp that you can use as a melee weapon, but also you have the blunt side of it. So not a double-headed axe. You know what? Now, actually, that I'm saying it, I don't have an axe. I have a hatchet at, at home. I would rather. Yeah, I agree. And it's a shorthanded one. like that. If you're going to wield a weapon, um, yeah. a shorthanded <laughs> axe, I feel like, would be a lot, especially with someone like with little noodle arms. No, seriously. So again, like we started talking about it, and then I derailed the conversation again, but my pandemic hobby... I like to paint horror movie villains on their weapon of choice. And the first one I was talking about, I have a machete with a sheath, but again, it's dull glossed over multiple times to keep the paint on. Yeah. I also have an ax and it is fucking heavy. Yeah. It is very heavy. I have to use two hands to hold it. So I don't know, hatchet all the way. It's a lot more. Feasible, well, and that's another opinion. thing is like, okay, we're going to be nutrient deprived. We're going to be, I'm going to be hungry very quickly. Yeah. And then we're going to have to be building muscle because just surviving takes a lot out of you. Oh my God. It just sounds miserable. It does sound fucking miserable. Tampons. I didn't put that on my list. I did. So Smart. I got you covered. But at the same time, to go back to our conversation we had before. Menstrual cup. It would have to yeah, be a menstrual cup. I know. So We'd learn reusable. how to use it. We'd have to learn how to use it. Yeah. Well, we'd be able to get a lot of practice once a month. So. Yeah. <laughs> but then you think about, I guess you could boil it in water to clean it. That's something you can easily do as long yep. as we have a pot. The last of us made a reference actually to menstrual cups. Yes, they did. Yeah. I, I really liked that because it is. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. It was very realistic of them to they, bring it up. They have, I've really, really enjoyed this show. And I think that they have done a very good job of being faithful to the game. I am so impressed. I did have high expectations for the show and they completely met them. Oh, absolutely. And like the Pedro Pascal fans in the last episode, I know, I mean, there's got to be a billion edits on TikTok of him saying, it's okay, baby girl. 
everyone, everyone's in love with that right now. So um, I was just finishing watching a video this morning from Hot Ones. He was on Hot Ones. I know. He's just the most precious. It was <laughs> so Nothing great. bad had ever come out about Pedro Pascal. He's just a pure source of joy. He seems to, like, if he dates someone, he seems to only date people within his own age range. He is an ally. He's just the purest, good little And he has the most wholesome relationship with Bella Ramsey. Yeah. Those two peas in a fucking pod. Yeah, and it's so not creepy. No. Which is just, it sucks that I have to make that specification, but it's rare in Hollywood. And I know. Yeah. He is rare. Part of what helps is like, it's not that he wasn't successful before this because he was in Game of Thrones, he was in Narcos, but I think oh, yeah. he didn't really become an icon until now. And I think that kind of helps a little bit with like not being a creep. Power is destructive. And I feel like if you have been fond over your entire life, it's like kind of- since childhood. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I think it's a lot harder to maintain your sense of humanity. Yeah. That's just my guess. I don't know. I, I mean, he's also, I think he's just a very good person. Yeah, but seems like a, just a genuinely Hopefully good it stays dude. that way. I, I can't handle losing any more celebrities that I like to I know. being creeps. Fucking hey, man. You know, Bill Murray was the last the last one I lost. R.I.P., motherfucker. Yeah. I liked you. <laughs> I mean, it, he, he, I guess he's not like the worst. He hasn't done the worst things, but he is kind of a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty. Yeah. So things we would buy. Um, oh, you yeah. said the, yeah, you would want a hatchet. I would want fishing kit. So maybe Ooh. not a rod, because that I could do on my own, but wire and hooks, or not wire, string and hooks, for I sure. I did not think about the hooks part. I mean, I will give myself some credit. I am very resourceful. If I am missing something, I will figure whatever I need to figure in order to make things work. Yeah. I do a lot of figuring. Yeah. <laughs> I would use like uh, soda can tabs. You could probably find cans fucking anywhere. Like you'd want pliers or something. The process of getting it into a functional hook, I think would be, did you add pliers? I have wire cutters in my kit. I mean, I guess the multi-tool that I have at home has pliers in it, but they're not Mm. like, it's a multi-tool. It wasn't a super expensive one. So I feel like it probably would have maybe a year of regular use in it before it stopped. It's not like a super fancy one. Yeah. So I would probably, if I was preparing, I would, this is where I'd spend a lot of money. If I knew for a fact that I needed these items in a certain amount of time, I will spend a lot of money on quality. Again, I guess we are talking about luxury items and not yeah. having to be resourceful. Yeah. I just figured I could risk it. Yeah. And, well, and we can make a later. net too. Cause I feel like fishing is, is an art and yeah, it's like not a, super easy. A gill net. Yeah. Or even like the hand ones with like the hoop. Yeah. Or everything. even like spearing, depending on where yep. we are. I could use my bow staff for that, tie a tactical knife to it. Yeah. We use your duct tape. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. What else? We do have walkies, but I would definitely bring sets of walkies. I didn't even think about that. That's a good one. That's an important. Yeah. Well, if you're in a pair or a small troop, which the four of us, yeah, you know, and extra batteries. Yeah. We have those two. I would definitely want something that can be recharged with solar or with your personal energy. And they do make Mm -hmm. like double A batteries that you can charge that way. So I think. The man upstairs, who I also referred to as God, he's got like power banks. Yeah. Ones that'll last for days. I'm pretty sure one of them is solar. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, we could, you know, keep other electronics if we have like cords and shit. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. If it's like a temporary to-go bag, like not Mm -hmm. necessarily a societal collapse, but like a one-off nuclear attack, maybe. Or like what's going on in whatever. And Ohio wouldn't really fall in this situation, but like a cell phone and a portable charger would absolutely be something that you would want in a situation where maybe this is only a month-long event yeah. or something like not your life has changed forever. Welcome to the walking dead for the living kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. He keeps, um, he has a, like this really big power bank for overnight hikes and stuff. It's smart. Yeah. That yeah. And a uh, bear mace, which is the craziest thing to try to purchase. I don't know if y'all have ever done that before. It is in New York state at least. Yeah, yeah, I'm the sixth and last person in the county to have bought it from a very specific store, and they took a photocopy yeah. of my license and all this stuff. And I I'm bought, like, bitch, I'm not even going on the hike. I think when Gander Mountain was here um, years ago, I was yeah. I was in college here only for one semester. I I did not like it here, but I Get um, <laughs> walking back from a night class, I would regularly have this group of guys like follow behind me and just. Were they- Go out of their way to make me feel very unsafe. So I bought Mace. I don't know where it is. Wow. What a bunch of dicks. College age boys. Oh, yeah. The one right in the city? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking um, assholes. It was, it was a night class. It ended at like nine or 10. And I had to walk like the way the campus, campus is set up here is it's split across the city. So I had to walk probably between half a mile to a mile back to my dorm room at yeah. night. And I don't think that they would have done anything to me, but they went out of their way to make me feel like they could. And so I just carried mace. I was like, I will fuck you fuckers up if you get near me. They didn't, oh my but God. I was prepared. Jesus. <laughs> and then and then I went back to my other school because I didn't like it here. Yep. I can understand that. Yep. <laughs> yep. God damn. Yeah. Um, what else would be on your wish list? I would buy good high quality gas masks and I would have more than one. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Just for the sake of, you know, potentially some type of spore thing like The Last of Us or if it's nuclear. Or any kind of warfare. I mean, chemical Mm -hmm. warfare is especially one of the countries that we are having a lot of tensions with right now is notorious for using chemical warfare on civilians. Yeah. They actively do it places like Syria right now. And... I would want to be prepared. And there's like some of them, gas mask, it doesn't matter if it touches your skin, you're like right. in trouble. But um, there are okay. certainly certain things that a gas mask would be really. And I would also probably want protective eyewear of some sort. Oh, for sure. Some type of eye shield. Yeah. Because I was also thinking about dust storms, things mm-hmm. like that. Or if there's explosions, mm-hmm. things like that. You're going to want to make sure you have a gas mask yep. to keep debris out of your airways. Yep. And then also obviously your eyes. Yeah. 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 And a pair of scissors. Cause I would, Ooh, my hair one. would be one of the first things to go. I am not, uh, this is, the, this is purely a cosmetic thing. I do not need to have long hair. It does keep you warmer in the winter. So I don't think I'd shave it, but I would want it to be short enough that if someone grabbed a fistful of it, it would be really easy for me to get out of the situation. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. Cause I have on my list, my beanie, hair ties, and um, oh, and a bandana because bandanas are yeah. multi-use. You can use it to carry stuff or yeah. to like put back your hair or whatever, which is what I'd probably do to like deter someone from trying to grab it. Yeah. But at the same time, I would not be against shaving my head if it came down to it and it was a problem. And also to just, I would want to look not approachable or desirable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, one of the first things I was thinking about, like in a vain way, what I would use for eyeliner, because I definitely wouldn't carry it with me. Um, Pencil maybe? I would use ash. 
Ash would be a really useful like charcoal cosmetic. Yeah. And then berries for staining. Yep. Like you dry berries and you can turn them into a, uh, like a blush powder. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> for our, for our monthly date nights, um, during the apocalypse. Oh my God. How fun would uh, that oh, be? Double dates into the forest. <laughs> Wait, how fun would that be just to have an apocalypse like game night or date night? You know, I feel like, <laughs> you, like I feel in. like you and I would be all into it. And then our husbands would be like, <laughs> okay, Here we are with our weird wives. John the prophet would just be in shorts and a flannel. Yeah. If that, yeah, he would not be, uh, he's not going into the woods with us. If that was your plan, it's not going to happen. He will oh not. Sit out. It would have to be pretending that we're trapped inside a house. Yes. With TV. <laughs> in looking like 11 days into the apocalypse and they're just like yeah, what? we're in our like cosplay setup like all right we've got to we've got to cook our canned soup over the over the makeshift oh, fire oh my god what we're John's eating? ordering dominoes yeah. <laughs> they're getting DoorDash and we're just like making a little fire pit in the backyard <laughs> See, this is what we'll do is we'll do a double date sleepover. You and I camp out in the backyard, pretend we're surviving for our lives, and the men can, so can watch movies inside. Oh, my God. That would be so uh, fun. That, honestly, that sounds like a blast. I would be very down for that. If that's your idea of a good time, please let us know. Yeah. I love it. You know what uh, I did include was a sports bra. Yes, I, that would be part of my underclothes. I'd probably have a couple sports bras. I yep. would certainly not want any other kind of bra, but like running without, and I don't have like a whole lot that I'm carrying around, but running without a bra is very unpleasant. Yeah, like I, just, that just wouldn't be a good time. No, it yeah. hurts. So I have a sports bra yeah. slash shelf top camisole. Yes, that yeah. would also be yeah. extra security. Yeah, just something to hold hold that down. Well, if something happened to the bra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Leather gloves. Yeah. Again, being bitten or needing something tough. Also, I don't know if you can do this now with leather products and how they're treated, but I've heard a lot of stories. When you're in a very desperate situation, as far as food goes, you can eat leather. Yeah. Yeah. It's edible. So you can eat your fucking shoes if you need to. I would to. eat my shoes before I Gloves. ate my dog. That's a genuine yep. concern of mine. Apocalypse situation. Yeah. Pets. Because I don't know. I would have fuck. to leave meatloaf. What am I going to do? I can't take meatloaf with me. Meatloaf would die. Meatloaf is a is reptile. My, <laughs> yes. Meatloaf needs it to be 80 or 90 degrees at all times. 60 at night, maybe no lower than Dude, 60. She would not last. No, I actually had a nightmare about that last night. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Oh, me yeah. Poor me. It's cause we watched Rango and oh, I haven't um, seen that. It's cute. It's not, not a bad movie. And I, I like bad movies, Um, but <laughs> the, like the hawk and the rattlesnake were all massive, but then literally every, every single other animal was the same fucking size. The rat was the same size as the tortoise. That's weird. And so, yeah, I just like, for me, I was like, this is not realistic. I don't care that the animals have a town. Their sizes are not realistic. <laughs> and it, like, I couldn't get over that. Oh no. It, like, it was a really cute movie. It was a yeah. lot like Mad Max, in my opinion. Really? They were fighting over water or gasoline oh. it was it was i mean I guess gasoline is gasoline but it was <laughs> it was very mad maxi down to them fighting down a canyon and like things it was just oh that sounds very mad maxi it was very mad maxi i love mad max yeah. um the the newest one the older ones are kind of mad but it's Charlize. so good and Charlize theron come visit <laughs> I, no one can pull off a shaved head as well as Charlize theron well well Halle Berry. portman Halle Berry. Yeah, Natalie Portman. Okay, but Charlize Theron is mommy. 
Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm. Yeah, she also pulls off a shaved head really nicely. I oh, I wish I could pull... Uh, if I too. could pull off a shaved head, I would... Because having the back of my head shaved, I'm obsessed with it. I want to yeah. pet it all the time. If I could shave my whole head... Dude, my undercut is like this long. Mine is now. slowly encroaching up because every time John trims it for me, I think a little bit more goes away. Yep, that's I'm what happens. I'm just slowly going to have like a reverse mullet. Yeah. <laughs> the plan right yeah. now is to grow the bitch out and then redo my undercut. <laughs> Um, well, grow all of my hair out. Yeah. Because what I want is really long hair with like a decent undercut. I'm trying to it's grow a lot my of hair out. though. Yeah. I really like having the wolf cut. I look best with very long hair. I think it's because I have, I have a generally, I have masculine features. I look like my father. So I feel like long hair like feminizes me a little bit. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I think you it look what it is. very feminine. I oh. could pass for a very thin man, I think. Oh, um, like I, I look, if you see my father, we look identical. And I did really? get misgendered once by the UPS man. He called me young man. I do all the time though, but that's because my name is Riley. That, yeah. All of my mail says The Mr. number Riley. of people when I will be like, oh yeah, we're hanging out with Dean Riley. And they're like, which one's which? And like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like a lot of people ask me that. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> It's also kind of rude though, because all I have to be is like, is like, oh, like uh, Riley's the husband, right? Or Riley's the wife, right? Not like which one's which. I don't know. I just feel like that's a rude way to ask. That is weird. Um, that's yeah. like going up to somebody and being like, "Hi, I'm so and so. I'm straight." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just feels <laughs> like, you do like that? maybe I'm just being over defensive about it. But like for me, like the way people generally ask always feels kind of like I don't know. Maybe it's just irritating because like I know you guys and I know what you're who's who. So for me, it's kind of like, what a dumb question to ask. Like, how dare you? <laughs> it's fine. People do get confused. Like I mean, if you they both don't have know gender us. neutral names. Yes. So yeah. 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 I, I like gender neutral names. I, I like Alex too. too. I really like Alex's Alex male is or great. female. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of there's a lot of girls now named Tommy. I oh, I love that. I'm here for it. Back to I mean we've pretty much covered most of what I had for, for food stuff. I didn't really write that much MREs. I don't have oh, any in yeah. my house. Canned goods are obviously great, but they're heavy. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like cans with pop tops. You do not need a fucking can opener, by the way. No, do you use a fucking knife? Man? Yes. Don't carry if more shit you than you need. Haven't done this before. Do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube. Look up how to open a can with a knife, like a paring knife or yeah. something. It's very easy. You yes. just go right around the edge of the can, like yeah. on top. Just obviously like be careful. And yes. like there are rules with how you use a knife. Just, you know, don't yeah. angle it towards yourself and like all that stuff. But like, yeah. you don't need a can opener. Don't waste your weight. No. Carrying there that. Are there was a night where I was making food and I had, I didn't have the pop top cans yeah. of whatever I had. I think it was just like corn or something. Yeah. And I had to use a paring knife to do it. I had that fucker open in 30 seconds. Yeah. And I was so proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it was awesome. It's a good skill to have. It's, it's, there are things, it's very useful to know how to do things yeah. by and for yourself. Honestly, learning how to can is also yes. a skill. I haven't done it since I was a kid. But that's but something like, you could do in that kind of environment. You, you need to know how to preserve food. And honestly, knowing how to preserve meat. Yes. Um, and that's something that I don't have a lot of experience with. But like learning how to, to cure meat, very important. Or smoke it. Or yeah. make your own jerky, things like that. That's absolutely. Yeah. And, and knowing how to tell when something has not cured properly. Yes. Um, because there are... I mean, with canned goods, I generally I feel like it's pretty 
um, obvious. Mm-hmm. Like if the top is, so if you have a canned good and you know how's the top, like when you've opened it and you can pop it up and down, mm-hmm. if it's bowed out before you open it, that shit's gone bad. Yep. Yeah. Fucking botulism. Yeah. I'll um, get you every time. Yeah. So just keep, keep, uh, it's, I mean, that, I think that would kind of fall under the survival guide thing, but like yeah. knowing how to do that. I mean, obviously then you have to like, depending on what kind of apocalypse it is, you may not have cans yeah, available or that's glass true. jars, whatever, but there are ways you can cure food. I mean, even using screens to dehydrate things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, with the smoking. Yeah taking some type of wire screening, yeah. laying your meat on it and you have the little fire. Yeah. And you could build a little smokehouse situation. Yeah. Like over create time. a cabin and like yeah. there's so much work. That it's not like any of that's easy, but like no. if you have four people and you don't have anything to distract you, it's not like we have books or TV. No, nope, we just you have can to- spend all day working on your little hut and your little smokehouse and little outhouse because we would want an outhouse. John would need that. Oh, <laughs> He would have to get his own outhouse, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> we would need to have at least two. I'm mm-hmm. not cohabiting with people in a single bathroom situation. That would be rough. And then also, it's very possible. What if we all got food poisoning? Yeah. From the fucking spam that we're yeah. trying to eat, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. We picked a bad can and we we're just like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> just build a trench. <laughs> we're all just sweating next to each other. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. That just gave me an idea. Yeah. A trench mm-hmm. with walls, like plywood in yeah. between. Plywood wouldn't last very long. No, and plywood's not soundproof. You know, honestly, this is something that wouldn't last long term either, but condoms no, would be. They wouldn't last long term. Like, but I mean, you can use them for more than just like what condoms are made for. Water balloon fight. Yeah. <laughs> and like water protecting things, like they cover a lot. Yeah, that's that, not something that would, but like the survival kits usually come with condoms. If you're in the military, I don't know if this is still the case, but when my mom was in the military, the like crash kits would come with condoms. Really? Yep. What would they use for? Use them for? Turn it. Oh, wait. Their actual purpose? <laughs> From my understanding, yes. <laughs> Unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Um, there was like a, another, I think you can use them for like, there are better ways to collect water, but there are things you can use condoms for. Um, But I believe my understanding, and this is me coming from like secondhand knowledge, but I believe it was for the allotted purpose of condoms. Hmm. Yep. Treats wise, I would bring coffee as we discussed, uh, coffee for sure. What kind of coffee though? Blueberry. Ground, um, That's ground, what I'm talking about. ground coffee is obviously not delivery? as good long term. Goes bad a lot faster coming from like a kind of a coffee snob. However, I'm not bringing a fucking coffee grinder and like I no. mean a mortar and pestle Ooh. would be a, a way you could do that. But at that point, no, I just bring the. I'm not gonna be that picky in the apocalypse. So I put either depending on what I could find, I would either get instant coffee, even mm. though I am not a super proponent of instant coffee, but who knows? Whatever you, yeah, whatever you got to use. By any means possible. Um, And also I used to, like many years ago, I would use, like if I was traveling and not home, the place I was working at the time was out of state and I didn't really have a home other than my friend's dorm room floor at night (laughs) for almost a year. But uh, I would use the little Folger tea bags, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The little like round pod looking things. Yeah. And they were great. Just throw that in a mug of hot water and you're going to go. Yeah. It was awesome. I guess I'd probably want like, I don't know what the actual term for this kind of thing is, but like um, Russian nesting doll collection of Ooh. containers. 
yeah. to put things like coffee and salt in. But that mm. kind of storage-wise, as they empty out, being able to store them within one another, I think would be helpful space-wise. So basically kind of like Tupperware, but yeah. like stackable ones. Yeah, and I'd probably want plastic or metal. Again, not glass yeah. for weight purposes. Metal would be better than plastic, but I think plastic mm-hmm. would probably be the best option still. Yeah. Um, obviously, like plastic has some not good things for you, but in the oh. apocalypse situation. You know would be nice? Like collapsible bowls. You know, like yes. the, like a dog bowl that you can take hiking with you or just yeah. out and about, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and utensils. I mean, I have portable, reusable utensils. Do you want to guess what I have? You have a spork? I have a big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Riley is going to bring the ladle to eat with. <laughs> a big spoon makes sense, although you could also like start a, with a knife. Like or... a lunch lady ladle, <laughs> like a big ass metal. It's like it's sharpened. You can beat people with it. <laughs> yeah, I put a big spoon as my utensil of choice. I almost put chopsticks. Honestly, I think yeah. chopsticks would be because you can stab things with it. A spoon would be nice and useful. A spoon but, would be nice, but at the same time, if I had to bring something exactly. to my face, I mean, yeah. it's fine. I, honestly, the thing, what would you miss most? What would I miss most? Yeah, in a societal collapse. I'm having an existential crisis thinking about that. I think indoor plumbing. Um, yeah, I I would very heavily miss my spaceship fucking walk-in shower upstairs. Yeah, hot water and honestly probably hot ice water. cream. <gasps> I love ice cream. I eat so much ice cream Me that too. I've been I've been rationed to how much I can eat every week. Oh no, you've been rationed. <gasps> Nobody. John the prophet said I can only have ice cream on weekends because I was eating so much of it. He, every time he went to the store, he had to buy more. And he was like, this is too much. So you, you need, need to, to stop. You need to fulfill your own ice cream needs. I know. Yeah. But then he'll, then he'll, <laughs> he'll know because he'll be in the freezer. <laughs> I've also been limited to how much coffee I can have, but that's also, yeah, it's all but... because he cares about me because I'm eating a hole in my stomach. But you yes. know, my diet is 90% coffee and ice cream. You are what you eat. So I'm. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? If I had to pick like one to eat the rest of my life, it would probably be like a pint of, there's this brand of chocolate ice cream, mm. non-dairy because I can't have dairy. And uh, that's very good. I love ice cream sandwiches. <sighs> it's the cruelest thing ever is the fact that I can't have gluten or dairy. And my yeah. favorite cake of all time is ice cream cake. I fucking yes. love ice cream cake. They don't, Absolutely. they do, we have not yet come to a point as a society where I can get myself a gluten and dairy free ice cream cake, but man. Yep. My mom made me an ice cream mm. cake one year, not dairy free, but gluten free. And it was fucking phenomenal. The really trashy carnival ones that you can get at Walmart. Oh yeah. Oh, I will fuck that shit up. <laughs> I also used to, when I was in college, I, I'm a garbage person in case that's not clear yet. And before, I think the reason that I can't eat gluten and dairy is because I overdid it. I, at one point when I was in college, I went to Dunkin' and I bought a dozen Boston cream donuts and I ate them all over the course of about 90 minutes. I didn't feel good the next day, um, but it didn't stop me from doing it. And I also, it was like a thing that I would do is I would go and I get groceries. And usually what I would eat is like sweets and berries. That was my diet was sweets and berries. Really? Um, I love berries. Yeah, it's we because about that. I, like I maybe gross TMI, but I like, I threw up a lot as a kid just having like stomach issues. Mm-hmm. So like berries are the best thing to throw up. Really? It doesn't burn your throat. It tastes generally as good coming up as it, you know, I know eggs are mean. the worst thing. Oh, I don't know if I can handle that. It's eggs 
are the worst thing to throw up. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> TMI, <laughs> the other day, it's not uncommon. Well, yeah. It's not uncommon for me to go the entire work day without eating, especially Same. before I got the job that I'm in right now. Me and my team, we kind of hold each other accountable. Yeah. Like, let's fucking get out of here and take a back way where nobody sees us and we won't get stopped and <laughs> we yeah. can just go and get some food. Because it's hard sometimes yeah. to make sure you're getting appropriate breaks. So I hadn't eaten all day. I came home. I started editing the podcast and I was starving and it was like 7.30 at night. I had been up since 4.30 and I was like, I have to fucking eat something. So I asked the man upstairs and my stepson, like, what do you guys want to eat? Or rather, I just asked the man upstairs and I just ordered yeah, <laughs> um, everything And we got Wendy's Mm. and I had like a Southwest salad and I did order a side of Baconator fries, like a tiny little, like it was this big. It was really small. I ate it, finished both. As soon as I did, it was probably five minutes later. It all came right back up. I hate that. And I was like, did I gluten myself? Like, did it happen that quickly? Or it's because you just hadn't eaten all day and you ate really fast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but that's like the only other time that's happened to me. I had a wrap that was made in the cafeteria at work and instantly, as soon as I was taking that last bite of my wrap, all of it, like, nope, <laughs> not <laughs> a good like, time. Rejected. <laughs> yeah. I was like super scared to eat the following day yeah. after this last and but I was fine after. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Fucking having allergies in the apocalypse is a problem. That's the thing. Like MREs, a lot of them are gluten. Yeah, well, I was, dairy I would give up. I, I I will eat that. I'm not. That doesn't make me sick. It just makes me break out. I'll eat yeah. that. But like gluten, no. Yeah. Right. I was thinking about hardtack because that shit would last you forever. Yeah. It's basically flour, salt, and water. And I'm not kidding. It will last forever. That's what. Yeah. It's sailors sur- used to bring hardtack. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a very good survival food. But the flour. Yeah. Ugh. We and, would have to prepare ourselves first. We'd have to start eating gluten again. Oh, but that's like, I would just throw it up and then I'd get weaker and it'd be a waste of food. And um, yeah, we'd have to. It's rough. I mean, there are wheat equivalents, but I can't go to the store and buy almond flour in the apocalypse. No. Maybe the wheat that we would grow would be easy for us to eat because of the way we would process it. Would we grow wheat? We would have to grow rye because Riley, fields of rye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, little me's everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> I like that I'm like blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Could uh, pop up a microbrewery. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. I think I would want to go raid a vineyard, though. Yeah. Do a little wine tasting. a bug net, too. Oh, a bug net or even mm-hmm. a fucking hat with a net yeah. in the front of it. Yeah, because Summer's bug spray is not going to last. Nope. Um, and I am allergic to bugs. Mm. Um, so like if I get bitten by a mosquito, it's the size of a quarter. Apparently instantly. baking soda is pretty good at like keeping the itchiness at bay. Interesting. You must have to make it into a paste though with Probably. water. Citronella soap. A bar Ooh. of citronella soap. They make citronella soap? They do. It's a really good way to... Mm. Like if you're camping or something, a good way to stop yourself from getting eaten alive is just bathing in citronella soap. 
I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's cool. And there are herbs that mosquitoes don't like. So once we mm. would, had found our location and built our little fort, we could surround it with anti-mosquito herbs. Oh, ticks. Oh, fucking ticks around here. The winters will kill you, but the ticks, summers will too. Ticks are worse than fast zombies. Yeah. The ticks around here are pretty bad. Like ticks. <sighs> and anywhere that deer are, ticks are. Yeah. And there are a lot of deer up here. Although, follow the ticks to find your meal, I guess. But then, wait, if you eat meat with Lyme disease, mm, can you know. cook Lyme disease out of meat? Can you? I don't know. Help, help me. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah. That's, I am very interested to know like what you can get away with as far as eating diseased flesh of some kind. You will not get Lyme disease from eating game meat. Yeah. But always cook it thoroughly, obviously. Yeah. Just in general, that's probably a good habit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's our uh, bug out bag. Um, <laughs> bug out bag. Our bug out bag uh, episode. Yeah. So let us know what you would keep in your bug out bags. And, and for our bag that we're going to make for the hundredth episode, right? We got to do this. Yeah. You've got to stick around for that. We're going to keep it a surprise what's going in the bag. Yeah. There will be a picture with some of the items when we near our 100th episode. Just to get you, you know. Ready. Yeah. To remind you that it's coming. And an idea of what else you might find in the bag. Yeah. We should put some random shit in there, though. There will be some (laughs) random shit in there for sure. Um, We'll have to ask them some questions, though. Like allergies. Yeah. So that way we can swap things out or yeah. we could just make it an allergy friendly. Yeah. <laughs> like no seed oils, <laughs> no, no seed oils, no peanuts, just a giant bottle of like avocado oil in there. <laughs> oh, what? oh yeah. You know what? We may not be able to ship certain things. We definitely, you don't mean in the apocalypse you mean now. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, when we send this out, we yeah. may not be able to include Depending on where a the tactical is. knife. <laughs> I don't know if you this. can mail that. Only people who or are a bottle of tequila driving distance. <laughs> well, New York is like the worst when I know. it comes to mailing stuff. Fucking we'll, we'll, we'll sort that out. We've got 95 episodes to go. So, ha. Huh. My sister lives in the South. Hmm. I could give her all the money for this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work something out. We've got time. I don't know. We've got time. Or I could buy everything but ship it to her house. She makes the kit, she sends it somewhere. And as long as the person is not a registered New York State resident. We'll figure something out. Once we know the, the winner, we'll determine what can be included yeah, and what can be. You don't need to be stuff. part of this conversation no, right now. I'm no. sorry. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. Until next time, stay dirty. Stay dirty, folks. <laughs> <laughs>